But the paradox is, the more we do that, the further we go from the goal that we want to accomplish. Because trying to work on 50 things will not make us feel good. Instead, what will is picking three or five most important things on your list and really taking the time to focus on them, engage with them, go deep instead of trying to spread yourself thin. Hello, friend. I'm your host, Olena Mitrak, and this is the Spark Your Life podcast, a place where we go personal and way beneath the surface to learn how to be happy and successful both at the same time. No more need to compromise or choose one over the other. You can have it all. See this as your perfect coffee break podcast that will inspire you to go ahead and take that first step towards a truly exceptional and extraordinary life. Let's dive in. Do you have those days when you've done a million things, but at the end of the day, you feel like you haven't done anything? Like you responded to a hundred emails, you made a few dozens phone calls, you addressed a million little things, and it feels like you've been running 30 miles per hour all day. You feel tired at the end of the day. But then when you ask yourself, what have I done? It feels like you haven't done anything. And there are other days when at the end of the day, you feel really accomplished. You feel like you really did something valuable, something impactful, something meaningful, something that makes you feel good about yourself. And usually those other days, those second type of days, they're not the days when you have dealt with a million different things. Those are usually the days when you focused on one specific thing or maybe three specific things, but you really took your time to focus, to engage with that thing to go deep, to spend valuable time doing it. And this is what brought you that feeling of accomplishment. So this is what I really want to talk about today. Why does it happen? What affects whether we will feel accomplished at the end of the day or not? And whether it's really about quantity of things that we deal with or something else. And I think we can all agree that it's not really about quantity. At least from what I have seen in my own life and I see proofs of that pretty much daily. It's, it's not about how many things I check off my to-do list. It's about the value, the quality of the time that I spend doing those things. It's about engagement, the depth of that engagement, my commitment to doing that specific thing, the value that I see in it. This is what matters. And then when that happens when I work on something that I find meaningful, what I find useful, what I'm really interested in, and when I really commit myself to doing this and I'm, I stay focused and I don't try to multitask, this is when I feel most accomplished at the end of the day. So why is it so hard for us to shift that perspective? Why is it so hard to stop piling more and more things on our to-do list? Why can't we just focus on one thing at a time? And it's definitely not easy. And it's definitely much easier said than done. And again, I see this all the time with myself. And there are all these distractions to begin with. And some of them are as simple as our habits. I don't know about you, but I have my phone sitting on my desk when I work. And whenever I have a free moment, it's almost like my hands want to grab the phone without me even thinking about it. Sometimes I don't even know why I grabbed it, why I unlocked it and I opened some social media app or anything else. I don't need it. I don't want it. It's just a habit. And 
it's so interesting to discover and, and realize, oh, I have my phone in my hands. Why, why did I grab it? I don't even know. But it happens all the time. So what I started doing recently is intentionally put my phone further away from me. So when my hands want to reach for it, they don't get it. So, and this actually, this idea and this action of trying to get my phone and not getting it brings my awareness to the fact that I was trying to do it. And I catch myself doing it all the time. It's just a habit. It, it was formed a long time ago. We allowed for it to form. I'm guilty for that. I'm sure you are too. And now it's just so hard to stop doing this. And it starts with bringing awareness to the fact that we are doing this. Then you can do something about it. But it's not just the phone. It's also all those text messages, Slack messages, or Teams messages, or emails that we receive all the time throughout the day. I recently bought a bigger monitor. I used to work on the 13-inch laptop, and I would swipe between the desktops, uh, between the screens on my laptop. But now I bought, I think, like 37-inch monitor, and it's it's pretty cool. And I was very happy to be able to arrange all of my apps and all the things I need in on one screen. It is very convenient on one hand. On the other hand, I now see my email box and my Slack and my Teams channel all the time, all at once. And whenever I see an email popping up, I feel the need to respond. Whenever I see that somebody slacked me, I see the need to respond. And people get used to me responding pretty much instantly, so they begin to expect it, right? So then when you try to train yourself and to train other people that they shouldn't be expecting your instant response, people get frustrated, get upset. How is that? Why is she not responding? And it's because we are just so used to being bombarded with all of these pieces of information and we feel the need to absorb that information right away without filtering it, without sometimes even being aware that we're absorbing all this information. And then because of that, we create these long to-do lists of things that we either have to do or things that we want to do. And for the things that we want to do, it's the same situation. We want to do so much and we have this fear of missing out or if I don't do this thing or if I forget about this thing now, if I don't do it now, then it will never get done. And if it doesn't get done, then something bad will happen, right? So we try to squeeze so much in our day, in our life, and we feel like having 30 things on your to-do list is a good thing. And these are just the things that you want to do, but there are also things that you have to do. Some some of your obligations in front of other people, your your job, your career, your family. And some of those things that are objectively important, but some of them aren't. And what's interesting is that sometimes we don't even ask ourselves whether something is important or not enough to be taken on our plate. But sometimes we do know actually that it's not that important, but still we try to fake it. We don't feel brave enough to say no to this thing. So we try to pretend that we're going to take care of it. And this is where, where I think multitasking comes in. Because what is multitasking? And let's take this as a very simple example. So let's assume, and it happens in my work environment pretty often. I have a one-hour meeting scheduled on my calendar. And it's some standing meeting that a couple hundred people will attend. It's primarily informational. And I've heard this information before. So do I really believe that it's very important for me to be there? Let's be honest, no. 
I don't think that it is important. I don't consider it to be important. But at the same time, based on my status, my title, my role in the company, I feel like I have to be there. I have to attend that meeting. I don't feel strong enough to make a decision, make a conscious decision. No, I'm not going to be there because I don't find it important. So I am there. I joined that meeting. But I try to do something else because I think that this hour, this upcoming hour will be a waste of my time. So in order for me to not waste that time, what do I start to do? I, I start to do something else. I start to respond to other emails or I work on my business or I do whatever else I can think of doing during that time. At the same time, I still have to be paying attention somewhat to what's going on in the meeting because there is a little chance that maybe my name will be called and I will have to respond to somebody. So I can't be fully distracted. And what, resu- what this results in is I am constantly switching this focus multiple times a minute, every 10 seconds pretty much, between trying to pay attention to the meeting and to that other activity that I'm trying to do. So I'm not fully present anywhere and I'm not really achieving any results anywhere. But what's interesting is that, for example, I would have much better chance of saying no to this meeting and deciding that I don't want to attend it if there was something that I would think is more important or what other people will consider be acceptable. For example, if I say I can't attend this meeting because I have a more important work meeting, meeting with a client, for example, then it won't be judged, right? Then it will be understood. Okay, she has a more important thing to do. Or even if I have a doctor's appointment, if I, take, if I have to take, let's say, my daughter to the doctor, I feel okay saying I can't make it to, to this meeting because doctor's appointment is universally considered a pretty important thing. But some other things that I personally think are important, but I don't believe that they are considered important by other people, this is where the problem happens. This is where sometimes I personally don't have enough strength to be like, this is more important for me right now. So I'm going to switch my full focus to this specific thing because I'm afraid of judgment. I'm afraid that somebody will say, oh, she is doing something that is not considered important. And there is this big paradox because we constantly work on all these multiple things. We're so stretched. Our attention is so thin. We're constantly getting distracted. And because we cannot really filter and we cannot really prioritize and we cannot stay focused on one thing at a time and we feel this lack of meaning and whether we know it or not, we are seeking that meaning, that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of impact, that feeling that I have done something valuable. So we try to compensate for that feeling by adding even more things on our plate. We think that if we create 50 things on the to-do list instead of 30 and we complete all 50, we will feel good. But the paradox is the more we do that, the further we go from the goal that we want to accomplish. Because trying to work on 50 things will not make us feel good. Instead, what will is picking three or five most important things on your list and really taking the time to focus on them, engage with them, go deep instead of trying to spread yourself thin. So what I have been trying to do recently to help myself address that paradox and to make, make my day better is just a few little things. And for example, the one thing I already mentioned that I intentionally try to put my phone further from my reach. 
whether it's during my workday and I just put it in the further corner of my desk so that I can't easily reach it. Or even after my workday, sometimes when I go downstairs to have dinner with my family, I intentionally leave my phone upstairs. And sometimes even funny things happen. Sometimes uh, somebody asks me to check on something on my phone and I tell them, oh, my phone is not here. My phone is in, in another room. And they're like, why? Well, because I intentionally left it in another room so that I don't reach for it without a real need. And there is no real need to check emails every five minutes. Let's be honest. There is no real real need to check social media every 10 minutes. We just do it as a habit. And becoming aware of this habit is the first step to try then to work with this habit and to see if something needs to be adjusted. So that's just one thing. Another thing that I've been trying to do is really limit my to-do list to 10 things per day. It's just one number that you can pick and it can be five. Of course, it varies by size, but I try to aim to not fill my whole planner. Like I have this weekly spread on my planner and my goal is to not write down on more than half of the space that I have for the day. And once I reach that threshold, once I get to those 10 items or that half of the planner space, then whatever else comes in, it either has to be moved to another day or if it's really important, then it has to be reprioritized and something else needs to be moved to another day. And sometimes it's easier said than done. Sometimes I'm successful. Sometimes I have to squeeze in more than I want to. And then another thing helps me. I always try to leave some buffer in my day. I have burned myself way too many times when I was trying to squeeze too much. Something comes in, you're like, yes, we'll take it on. Something else comes in, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I have room for that too. Then something else comes in. And then you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but I have to, so I guess I'll squeeze it in. But then something completely unexpected happens. You lose power or whatever else, or you have to go to the doctor unexpectedly. And you're screwed. You have this whole pile of things on your to-do list, right? And now you don't know what to do with all of them. So again, I guess I burnt myself way too many times and I'm slowly learning that lesson that uh, it's always good to leave some buffer in your day because some unexpected things might happen and if they do, then at least you won't overwhelm yourself. And in the best case scenario, if nothing happens, then you'll end up having some free time which you can use to spend on your hobby, to just relax or just do something that recharges you. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it is. It is definitely nice. So it, it, it has been helping me a lot. And I actually heard somebody say a phrase that I really liked. You know how there is this common saying, don't postpone until tomorrow something that you can do today. So this guy was like, I actually follow the opposite rule. Postpone until tomorrow what you can do tomorrow. If you don't have to do it today, then don't do it today. And I thought it was a really interesting perspective. And it's really good. And it's, it's not what we are taught. It's not what we are raised with. That's why I think it really takes a lot of mental shift to adjust to this new perspective. But it is a really good way to look, to look at things, to really focus on what matters most at this moment in time. And then the last thing that I, again, have been trying to do recently and which has been helping me quite a bit is coming back to multitasking and coming back to that unimportant meeting, right, situation. So let's say there is, a, there is something I need to be engaged in, some activity. So I ask myself, is it important? If it is important, 
if I consider it important, then I commit to being fully present, fully focused, not distracted, not trying to multitask, just completely engaged in that activity. If I don't consider it important, then I ask another question. Can I skip it? Can I remove it from my list? And of course, the obvious answer might be no, but try to go deeper. Can you really do something to not do this thing if it's really so unimportant? No? You have to be there? Okay. How can you make it more meaningful? How can you find more value in attending this thing or learning this thing or being in that meeting or engaging in that activity? Find that something that will make your presence more valuable and be present. Again, if you cannot skip it, if you have to do it, be present and try to learn from it, try to engage with it as much as you can. Because when you engage with something, the deeper you go, the more meaningful you will find it. And sometimes engaging in things that we don't even consider important in the beginning becomes very meaningful when we engage with them on a deeper level. And sometimes the most meaningful activities will not make us feel accomplished if we spread ourselves to a thing and if we try to do too many things at once. So I hope this is helpful. And I would love to hear your thoughts, as always, and your takeaways. And let me know how you deal with all these distractions and how you stay focused. What helps you find those things that really matter and be fully present and be fully engaged with them and how it works for you. I would love to know. Thank you so much. And as always, I will see you on the next episode.